Knoxville adds big cash to the Nationals. Rocket finally wins a late model race, and we get sprint car racing tonight. Let's go. It's Tuesday, February 7th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll kick today off with the news from yesterday that Knoxville is pumping a bunch of cash into the Nationals purse for this year. In 2023, the Knoxville Nationals winner will take home $185,000, which is up ten grand from a year ago. But the track and the event didn't stop there. They've added money down through the field, with the feature now paying $15,000 just to start. For comparison, in 2022, the full Saturday purse was $710,225 from a total event purse of $1,002,065. But for this year, that Saturday purse jumps to $866,625 from a total purse of $1,159,005. There's been no changes to money for Wednesday through Friday, but an extra $156,000 in change is up for grabs on Saturday. Big kudos to track GM Jason Reed, race director John McCoy, the fair board, everybody in Knoxville for making this thing happen. These deep purses are a big uh, part of the reason why the Nationals has such a big car count every single year. Teams can come from all over the country and uh, have a chance to make very nice money all week. If you look at it, even fifth place in the Saturday night, E-Main pays uh, $1,000 as the first non-transfer car. Along with the Nationals purse, the track also showed off the 360 Nationals cash with Saturday's feature paying $20,000 to win with an extra $15,000 available in lap money. The total 360 Nats event purse is $225,020. You can see the full breakdown on the purses over at Knoxville's uh, social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, at Knoxville Raceway. If you want more info on the track, if you want to snag some tickets to a Knoxville show this weekend, head over to KnoxvilleRaceway.com. At East Bay last night, we got the first of six nights of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series uh, there. I mentioned yesterday that this opening stretch of Speed Weeks had some races that wouldn't count towards the points, and thanks to a couple of conversations yesterday, here are the details for how it all works. To start 2023, 10 of these races between Golden Isles, Bubba, Alltech, and East Bay count for Lucas points. We lost a show at Alltech, so 10 is now 9, and these first three nights at East Bay don't count at all as their lower purses. The programs later this week from Thursday through Saturday will be a part of that. What was 10 races, that's now nine, and they do count. And as a, 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 of those races that count, drivers will take their five best finishes as their points earning results, leaving speed weeks. So just to wrap this all up, between the three nights at Golden Isles, two at Bubba, one at Alltech, and the final three nights at East Bay, that's nine races, drivers will take the five highest points paying finishes, and that's how the Lucas standings will be set leaving Florida. So because of this, last night's field was missing quite a few drivers, and the same could be true tonight and tomorrow as well. Comparing the Saturday night feature at Alltech, I have eight feature starters who didn't race last night. They were Ricky Thornton Jr., Jonathan Davenport, Tim McCready, Max Blair, Shane Clanton, Peyton Freeman, Jimmy Owens, and Kyle Strickler. Uh, Strickler went over to Volusia for the Modified Show. And then Brandon Overton did race, but not in the Wells 76. He drove, uh, drove John Henderson's 2X machine. In Monday's main event, Kyle Bronson started on the pole and led the first two laps, but then second starting Tyler Erb got the elbows out and muscled his way to the front on lap three. He also had to make the best performance rocket pretty wide later on to fight back a challenge from Ashton Winger. In the end, though, he got away for the win, which was his first victory of the season and the first for a rocket chassis. 
Hudson O'Neill finished second, and Tyler Millwood had an incredible high side run that, uh, late that propelled him uh, to third from 20th on the grid. It was his best ever Lucas finish, and Millwood's podium actually made it an all-rocket top three. We talked yesterday about Longhorn's dominance to start the year, and last week about Rocket's issues, and it took exactly four minutes last night from the time the race went checkered until I had the first comment from somebody about social media or on social media about Rocket winning. And to be clear, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't really care who wins. I'm just pointing out stats and facts about how things have gone. Longhorn going 14-0 to start the season isn't my opinion. It's what's happened. Also, and I leave this one up for you guys to decide, but it's worth noting that two of the top three in points were missing last night, and the other guy was in someone else's car. And other than Kyle Larson, Jonathan Davenport was the only other driver with a Lucas win, and he was also absent. And all four of those guys are Longhorn drivers. And also, I've seen some stuff about how, of course, Longhorn is winning a bunch. They have more cars in the field, so they have more chances to win. But last night's feature included, as best as I can tell, nine Rockets, eight Longhorns, and eight other drivers in various other chassis. So that's not really what's happening here. It's not like Longhorn has some sort of percentage advantage here. Tonight at East Bay, they will then uh, they will line them up and do it all over again like they did last night for 5,000 to win. You can again watch live on Flow Racing if you are not nearby. Dirt Car Nationals also got underway last night at Volusia. UMP Modified Features and Sprint Car Practice was the name of the game. The six modified features were won by Lucas Lee, Kyle Strickler, Tyler Nicely, NASCAR driver Justin Haley, Ethan Dotson, and David Stremme. As expected, we did cross into triple digits with the modified field, 102 cars on the property. If you're curious about Travis Pastrana, he ended up 14th of 17 cars in Feature 4 after being involved in an incident. In between modified action, the sprint car teams had a chance to get on track as well with three practice sessions. Looked like we had 28 cars take part. Uh, that number should grow tonight for actual racing because we didn't have a few guys participate. Uh, names like Carson Macedo, Donnie Schatz were a few that uh, we know are coming, but uh, just didn't participate in practice last night. Corey Eliason was quick in session one. Hunter Schoenberg led session two and Brad Sweet topped the final round. Anthony Macri and his guys have some work to do to be ready for uh, racing tonight as he crashed in that third group and tore up that 39 par uh, car pretty good. The next two nights of All-Star Racing at Volusia are 6,000 to win features and are non-points, so teams don't have to be in attendance or declare just yet for an All-Star title run. That All-Star season and the championship doesn't really start until we get into April at Attica. After what we saw last night, I guess we'll creep into the low 30s tonight for car count. Tonight and tomorrow are going to be annoying streaming nights if you want to watch all of the Volusia racing. UMP Modifieds will be on Dervision while the All-Stars will be on Flow Racing, and those are exclusive, so be prepared to flip back and forth if you want to watch the entire program tonight, and actually that's true tomorrow as well. That will change come Thursday when the racing becomes outlaw sanctioned, and then everything will be live on Dervision. Uh, so if you want to watch the All-Stars Flow Racing, if you want to watch the Modifieds, they're on Dervision. As we start working into the dirt racing season for real, I know a lot of you guys are playing pools or things like Dirt Draft or Fantasy Racing over on My Race Pass. Give yourself an edge on the competition with a subscription to Dirt Tracker Plus. Advanced stats and analytics, there's research tools there you won't find anywhere else, and over 1,400 races worth of data on thousands of drivers across 10 series and special events. It's $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year that gets you access to everything you need to dominate those competitions. And if you buy a full year, you basically get two months free. And the cool thing is your subscription gets more valuable as you go, as more races are added and more tools and stats are created and implemented. And that's happened already. People that signed up in the beginning, they don't have the same Dirt Tracker Plus that happens uh, that, that's there now. A lot of stuff has been added and will continue to be added. 
And you can cancel at any time via your billing page. No hoops to jump through. You don't got to email me, call me, send me smoke signals. You can do it with just one button to click. Click the Dirt Tracker Plus link below in the video description or click plus in the nav bar over at dirttracker.com for more details and to sign up. Uh, it's a solid Tuesday across the streaming services. Six shows on tap. Flow Racing has night two of Lucas from East Bay. The All-Stars at Volusia and Flow 24-7. Dirt Vision has the UMP Modifieds from Volusia and Dirt Car. Dirt Car now. Dirt Vision now. And Speedsport has Heart Micros from Marion County. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We will see everybody right back here tomorrow.